Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, in this episode, Stefan, co-host Ed Ray, and special guest Ian Stanley team up to drop some massive knowledge bombs on topics including foolproof hacks to improve your copy skills shockingly fast, hand copying versus typing, What's the most efficient way to get high converting copy engraved in your brain? The one source that'll teach you more than any book ever could. Enjoy. All right, next up, Peter Tsemis asks, what is the fastest way to get really, really ridiculously good looking? I mean, good at writing copy. Nice, what's up, Peter? Hey man, how are you? Hey Ian. Hey Ed. You doing good? Uh there's no yeah, yeah, I'm doing good. Awesome. Um, yeah, there's no there's no context to the question. I mean, there's three experts bringing you all have different opinions. Maybe all the same, who knows? Um also I just want to say that I just closed my biggest retainer deal while on the call, so I thought that was pretty ironic considering it's three lines of call. But yeah. Let's go. That's sick. Congratulations, Pierre. That's awesome. Cool. Um yeah, so the Fastest way to get really good at copy, uh, for me, it would be like practice. You have to practice every day. Um, you have to, I would read like stuff that's working. I would review swipes, review like controls, review the sales copy that you know is working. And today and the classic stuff, I personally prefer more stuff from today than the more old school stuff. I think there's value yeah. in both, but like, I think some people get so obsessed with these like direct mail pieces from the eighties and nineties or whatever. And, and like, are even older than like, newspaper ads. Crazy stuff you yeah. can't say anymore. And it's like the language has evolved too. Even stuff where it's like, dear friend, here's a dollar bill. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to, to knock on, on the dollar bill thing. Um, it's just like different. It's different. But if you're trying to be successful today, then you need to look at what's working today. So um, yeah, I'd look at copy that like is working today. I would, be studying it. I'd be dissecting it. I'd analyze it. I'd look at what is the structure. Am I seeing commonalities? What's the language I really love? Um, you know, what are they doing that really works? And then looking at the next piece of copy, does that do these same things? What are these commonalities? And then, you know, we've talked about before, but it's worth repeating again, the, the handwriting, um, copying sales letters by hand. Ian and, and is a big advocate of doing it by hand by I'm hand. Big, so I'm let's a stick big with fan that. of hand copying. And if you're willing to hand copy on, uh, unlined paper and cursive because it actually helps with spatial awareness and fires more neurons in your brain so you learn faster. Uh, I just had Ed, I took Ed through basically a sort of what I, an 80-20 boot camp of improving his copy and I had him hand copying a bunch of my emails and sales pages and stuff. One thing to note for this 
is that uh, what you should hand copy is stuff that first off that you're interested in. You're, most, you're much more likely to finish hand copying a sales letter when you are interested in it yourself. Um, and second is don't hand copy stuff that's only like if you're just clicking through from an email list and you think it's working, it may only be working because it's warm traffic. What I would do is the ads that you get served on Facebook and on YouTube and on that, click them look at the sales copy and hand copy those ones that seem to be running and working because that means that they are relevant, they are timely, and they're working to cold traffic. You do not want to be just hand copying stuff that only works to warm traffic because you're going to get a skewed view of what's actually working. I don't have to write as good a copy to my list because they're going to probably buy what I say because I'm saying it. Now, something that's working to cold traffic that's a different thing. If you go to like my book funnel is going to be something that's running to cold traffic. That's something you would want to hand copy because it's working to cold traffic. Now, an offer that I just launched to my list, hand copying that may not be as beneficial because I'm relying on a lot of trust and relationship that I've previously built. So currently working offers that you resonate with and that speak in a voice that, um, that you you know identify with and the difference between cold and warm traffic cold traffic is like this person's never heard of you or anything about you they've just seen an ad for the first time and clicked through to your sales page so you know warm traffic would be i have an email list and these people open and click on my emails and they already know me and like me and trust me so they're much more likely to buy already so your copy doesn't have to be as good because you already have an established relationship Whereas to cold traffic, you've got to do all of this work to establish this different trust and stuff um, before they buy. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Awesome. Ed, what about you? Hey, Peter, being uh, greedy. He's like, I didn't hear from Ed yet. Let's go, Ed. <laughs> I would definitely say to pick uh, one person who's uh, got the copy that you want to write and just do your best to learn from that one person and just go deep with that one person as much as you can until you feel like you've learned as much as you can and do your best to get access to them, whether that's by, you know, doing stuff for free for them in exchange for like critique on your copy. Um, Cause having a grandmaster, like, or what do you want to call it, like a A-lister tweaking your copy and giving you feedback is better than any book could ever teach you. Yeah. When I was going over Ed stuff, like, you know, I basically would pinpoint what are the one or two things that Ed needs to work on in this moment. And for Ed, it was really uh, what I call sandpaper transitions. So a lot of people, you write these stories and these correlations, and then they, and then these, you transfer, you transition into that sale. And those work, those are the best emails you can really ever write. They work really well for Facebook ads and stuff. But the, they had what I, I called it like a hammer transition where it felt like you were getting hit with a hammer. You're like, oh, that didn't, that wasn't smooth. And so I don't know, I was like, let's work on this one thing, which is sandpaper transitions. And I had the same thing, by the way. That's why this isn't a, a critique on Ed. I had a phase in my career where I realized I was really good at writing different pieces of a sales page, but they didn't transition super smoothly. So I spent time literally just focusing on smooth transitions. So pick one part of your copy to work on at a time. And, and only focus on that and then improve another element later. Do that for a week, two weeks until you're really good at that. Don't try and improve all of your copy at all times. You're not going to just get better collectively. You want to focus on, I'm going to get really good at writing stories or leads or closes or transitions and focus on that. And then the other piece, Fred, was creating more personality in the writing. So it became 
adding in these phrases that make things more fun and more interesting. So he had these two two primary focuses of sandpaper transitions and um, and adding personality into the copy. So pick those things that you're sort of lacking in or have somebody try to identify them for you and then improve those individually. And like Ed just said, pick one person, learn from them for 90 days. If their stuff doesn't work after that, pick someone else, but commit to one, uh, you know, one person or one group, whether it's, you know, Stefan and I, or it's somebody else, commit to that and then just learn from them. Because what's going to happen is you're going to get conflicting. Every You may have five different copywriters who are all great, but they're all five saying different things and you're trying to do all five different things at once. And then you're not going to get that good. Pick the one person, follow their stuff, and then go to someone else later if you've sort of gotten everything you can out of them. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. Sweet. Glad to help. All right. That's just about it for today. Before we finish, though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. I have a private email list where I share high-level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.